Hi everybody, welcome to The Limit Breakdown, where we review everything in TV show, movie, and entertainment. I'm your host, Sid. I'm Migs. And we've we got a special, special guest. guest. Hi, I'm Linda. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us, Episode 9, as well as a series as a whole. Okay. Our too long, didn't watch review of Season 1 is that it had great acting, really good practical effects... And the story stuck pretty pretty good to the original source material. Um, however, uh, a couple minor things. It did feel like the story was a little bit rushed. And there was not nearly enough infected encounters or, or people or monsters or, or things of that nature. So that's why we're giving this, uh, this uh, series four and a half hearts. Mind the broken mangy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you should have just done the... the, the hand, that's, that's four and a half right there. <laughs> but anyway, um, stay tuned after the intro for our deep dive into uh, season one and episode nine of The Last of Us. to the limit breakdown and we are going to be reviewing episode nine of the last of us and season one as a whole so let's just go ahead and jump right into it uh we'll start off with you Sid what uh what were your thoughts on this episode uh I really liked it I liked the ending I liked the progression of the story I think what got me the most was the fact that in this episode you see Joel's uh connection to Ellie mm. and it shows that he's like I genuinely care for you like doesn't matter what you know he is, he is a softie now he's <laughs> like I care for you whatever happens I got you and I'm here with you and that part you know really uh, struck out so his basically his character development has one gone 180 yeah um as the episode progresses they share more intimate things about each other right so we finally find out why he has the hearing loss. Mm -hmm. um, turns out, he tried to do it himself, mm -hmm. and he failed. But, <clears throat> you know, and that's a very emotional thing to tell somebody. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, Ellie tells him finally, hey, this is how I killed somebody first. Yeah. Right? It's because of the backstory that we saw in a previous episode, and she's like, I had to kill my friend. Yeah. Um, so now they're really, really bonding. And obviously, as they're walking away with their stupid puns, <laughs> things had to go haywire, and they end up with the fireflies. Okay, so my only gripe, my biggest gripe about this episode, and in general, this goes into a little bit more of the series as a whole, so I felt like they took out a key section, because in, in the game, they are going through the city, and they have to weave through basically uh, a basement of a building that's full of infected people. Mm -hmm. um, and there's these two giant bloaters that you have the option of fighting them, but it's not recommended because you usually die. Or you can sneak past them. Um, and in the process, you know, one of the big things about Ellie was that she can't swim. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to figure out a way to maneuver her around in this flooded basement and then she ends up falling in the water. She ends up drown. She ends up almost drowning. He gets her out of the water, and he's trying to resuscitate her. And in the process of him trying to resuscitate her, 
is when Fedra comes, I mean, not Fedra, um, the Fireflies come ah. and grab him. So they knock him out as he's trying to bring her. Well, I, I thought it, as he's trying to bring her back, I thought it was a little cheesy that they're just kind of walking by and like you can see in the background behind them, the soldier is like winding up and throwing the little like... Yeah. That point so, of view, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't notice them in the back. Yeah, so so like, you know, if you're not paying attention, it, it kinda comes out of nowhere, but like you can I mean you, you can, can clearly tell, yeah. see them see them coming and I and I felt like maybe they blew their load on like all the infected <laughs> for that one for that the one load. scene. <laughs> Earlier in the yeah, season, yeah. and like you know, you can't the budget for it. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's so, HBO; they got the money. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I felt like, especially towards the latter part of the season, the threat of the infected didn't seem as looming as mm-hmm. it should have been. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the story is still very much a human-centric story. Like the real dangers, the real threats of this world. Yes, there is the infected, but it's more the people. people. And, and and I get that, but at the same time, I feel like, like, if you didn't watch the those first couple of episodes, if you just watched the last half of the season, like, there was almost no... Inf- yeah. 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 It, so, fun fact. So, the, one of the reasons that we, we brought on Linda for today is she has a different perspective on the show, right? You and I have played the game. Yes. And, like, I've always said, in this, in whenever there's an adaptation of something, we're looking at it from a perspective of how does it compare to the original... Linda has never played the game, so she is coming with a fresh perspective of how is The Last of Us as a TV show primarily without knowledge of Of the game, game, right? So from a strictly TV perspective, do you agree or disagree with our thoughts? I agree. Um, I didn't even actually notice that there weren't enough infected (laughs) until you mentioned it. And now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, I really do wish there were more because that was the whole point. Like, how did you cross country by horse, by walking, and by two failed cars and there weren't any infected? Like, I mean, there were there were a few. There were a few, yeah, yeah. but it was just, you're right. If the whole world has gone to hell, then where's the rest of hell? Yeah. But I agree, the acting was great these are i mean game of Thrones characters and we've noticed that their acting is spot on so i wouldn't put it past why they're on 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 the counteracting my own point (laughs) of course um there's also the argument that can be made that the emotional beats that this story tells which is one of the reasons why it's such a beloved story among the gaming community and why so many people were nervous when this this show first got announced was because the story in this is as close to perfect as you can get um as far as as the video game as a as a storytelling medium and and in that perspective i feel like the show hit all of the major emotional beats spot on and and i'm gonna use a different show as an example the walking dead right uh even though they they got the zombie and the gore and the excess and all of that correct but there was so much of it that 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 it, it diluted a lot of those emotional beats where i feel like in here the focus was on like going back to to um the story with uh with um henry and sam Right, mm-hmm. we only had one episode with them, but the emotional impact of you Henry getting infected, infected yeah. and then Sam 
killing him and then killing himself immediately. Like, I was left with my jaw on the floor and I've played the game. I knew <laughs> it was coming. And at the end of the episode, like, my face, yeah, my face was like this. I was like, why did I do this to myself? I, said, I looked at him and I was like, if you don't do this for me, then that's it. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> right? And I mean, like, because we're infected, not because, like, you're over my my head. <laughs> thing for the day. So are you saying if he takes you out, he has to take himself out? Or, is take, or if you're infected, he has to take you out? If I'm infected, take me out. And then take himself out. <laughs> He's got a broken pinky. I don't think he can survive. <laughs> but, uh, fair, fair. Um, so I want to talk about a little bit later of the episode, of episode nine, the big, uh, the big plot twist, the mm -hmm. big climax of the show, right? So when Ellie and uh, Joel get captured, um, Joel wakes up in a hospital-esque setting. Actually, Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> um, and Marlene is there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she's like, uh, it took five, like five guys died mm -hmm. while me coming here. So how did you guys do it? Mm -hmm. And the back of my mind, I was like, how did you get there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's a witch. Do you know what they've been through? <laughs> Your five guys died, but at least you had an army. Yeah. Yeah. You made it. And a car. They barely had a car. So, and a battery. <laughs> so I was maybe like, they saw more infected. <laughs> Gotta follow the Marlene uh, story. Yeah, <laughs> that should be that should be a good side, the spinoff. Um, and Marlene is like, um, you know, you're okay, you're safe. Um, and the whole time Joel's like, where's Ellie? Where's Ellie? Where's Ellie? Because the last, you know, mm -hmm. now that we have that connection, he's protecting her, and she's like, she's good. Um, perfect for surgery. Uh, the cordyceps, what we think happened scientifically. Quarters, quarterceps, quarter... Cordyceps. The mushrooms um, <laughs> Shrimps. go to your brain, mm -hmm. and her brain is like, no, we're already cordyceps. Mm -hmm. Don't want to infect. And it doesn't infect. And Joel makes the connection, but it's in the brain. Mm -hmm. So he makes the connection that they're going to have to kill her to get to chop the brain up. On a hypothetical. Yeah. So, on a hypothetical, they don't even know if this is going to work. They're like, we think this is the best way to make the cure. And she's like, thank you, uh, but you did your job. We're going to, you can leave now. They're like, you can leave on your own accord. We'll give you supplies, but you can't stop us. Um, and I think it was very emotional. You can see that when she's like, I do understand. I was there when she was born. Because that was the opening Black scene. Twist. Um, of her mom giving yeah. birth to Ellie and being like, please take care that, of her. That was, uh, so one of the things that the show has done really well is adding little extra scenes that weren't in the game that give a little bit more context to some of the stuff from the game. Mm -hmm. And we knew that Marlene and, and Ellie's mom had a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we knew that Ellie had been left in Marlene's care when... Her mom died but that was the extent of what we knew um so this kind of showed like uh, you know starts off with her kind of running in the woods but from what i understood of it is is basically either her mom was one of the original fireflies or she's at least involved with the original fireflies um and from their conversations they had been friends before the outbreak yeah, yeah. they yeah. they had been lifelong friends yeah. and um I've I've have watched a couple of of different um, 
breakdown videos and a couple of other of uh, of other interpretations. And somebody made a made a point that I disagreed with because they they were saying it's like oh you know um, Ellie lied. Uh, I mean not Ellie. Um, Ellie's mom lied about when she cut the umbilical cord, and uh, and that uh, you know to so that Marlene wouldn't wouldn't kill Ellie. Yeah. You know. Cause, cause she told Marlene, I, I cut the umbilical cord before, mm-hmm. before I was bit. But when I watched that scene and I looked at the, at the exchange and it wasn't anything spoken. It was a look that, that she gave that it was, it was one of those, no, I cut this umbilical cord before I got bit. Mm. So it was one of those, like, mm. like she said it without having to say it. Okay. Like you know, like it was lie like, for your friend. Like, yeah, it, it it's it's you it, were there. It, it was one of those subtle things where it's like like you know if if me and Sid are 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 in the middle of something and someone goes, hey, where were you guys? It was like, oh, we've been together the whole time. <laughs> we were together the whole, <laughs> whole time. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our yeah, best friend. Yeah. My best friend. So yeah. it, it, but it was it was just one of those very very like subtle things, and. So moving forward to to the top of the episode, I don't know how to feel about Marlene because I feel like she might have suspected like obviously she took the baby, right? Yep. And and I think that she genuinely thought that Ellie was infected and she thought that at some point she'd have to put the baby down, mm-hmm. but that as out of respect for her friend, she was going to keep the baby until it turned. Un- until it turned and until yeah. she absolutely had to and then as time went on and she saw that nothing happened i think she, t- she dumbledored him yeah or dumbledored her yeah 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 just yeah. raised her to slaughter and and so so i feel like marlene has been and i'm not saying that it, it makes her her particular choice any easier but i feel like the more she stopped seeing her as her friend's daughter and more as the opportunity to have a greater purpose, and I think mm-hmm. that that's kind of the maybe. I mean, maybe like the... pushing the prophecy on Ellie type thing. Yeah, and I then and then it was further confirmed once she got bit. Yeah, true. I think I think I think she might have, but I don't think she confirmed for sure until that scene when Ellie gets bit in the yeah. in the mall, and I think at that point she's like. Because shortly afterwards, she got locked. She got caught by the fireflies, yeah. right? So I mean, maybe, maybe Marlene was like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch the baby see if it turns. Mm-hmm. If it turns well, then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of it." But nothing happened. So maybe she set it up like Dumbledore did and mm-hmm. raised it to and send it off. Kept mm-hmm. a close eye, maybe. Mm-hmm. But getting bit was an accident or mm-hmm. fate, whatever you want to call it, yeah. to intervene. And then Marlene's like, that's my goat. Yeah. I want my goat back. I want to mm. figure something out. And could be, just being devil's advocate, maybe everything that Marlene has gone through while Ellie was growing up mm-hmm. hardened yeah. Marlene. And mm-hmm. that's why, and because she was never around the child, Mm-hmm. Why she was so easy to be so cold and calculated, and say this is for the good of everyone, not the one. I I also feel like that that was the calculated risk. I think that she sent her off so that she wouldn't form any type of attachment either. Probably. Um. 
So the rest of the of the uh, Last of Us fan base now gets to join the uh, video game fan base in the uh, in the question we've been asking ourselves since the end of uh, of the first game, which is, was Joel right in what he did? No. Okay. No, because Ellie's going to find out, and that's going to crush her even more. She's going to be grateful, but she will not be able, she won't know what to do with her emotions. She's going to be relieved that she is alive and that Joel did what he needed to do. But I don't believe that he should have lied to her because that's only going to make whatever upcoming impact this decision that she has for him. So, and she was always been a non-BS kind of person. They've both been. That's probably why they like each other and built a good relationship. Yeah, I agree. And and they did it in the show as well. Uh, Marlene made a good point. Even at the end, she was like, dude, it's fine. Like, even though you just went on a just killing spree which that scene will come back to um he made a good point he's like that i understand but that's that's not your choice and and marlene's like it's not your choice either make it her choice let her choose and and in reality she said it she's like you know that if she chooses she's gonna choose this and that thought scared the crap out of uh Joel. But she didn't. She didn't give her a choice anyway. Like she, they knocked her out, and they told her we didn't tell her anything. She's yeah. not gonna suffer. She's not gonna have any fear. Yeah. She's literally never gonna wake up. Like yeah. she gets knocked her out. Her last memory is of <laughs> the explosion. Yeah. yeah. But even even if even if Joel was like, hey, let her, let's give her a choice, right? Let her wake up. We'll give her a choice. And then Mar- even if Marlene agreed to that, you know, she's like, she's gonna pick this. Mm-hmm. And pick to, to to die or to, to pick live? to die. Would okay if if they had given Ellie the choice, mm. would she have picked to die? If they had genuinely given her the choice, I don't know. I don't think she would. I think she would talk the game and try to, but at the very end, I think she'd be like, "I don't want to die." Like, I I think is I this think a reverse. cure? Was this a guaranteed cure? No, it was a high, it was a theoretical cure. Yeah. So so that's that kind of leads me into into my position. I feel and and I think this strikes home a little bit more for me because I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where where it's like I understand the impulse to want to say I mean like this is talking about the potentiality of having a a vaccine for the end of the world a cure for for the ailments of the world and all you have to do is sacrifice this one little girl mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten everyone would make that choice yeah but that one out of ten times that they wouldn't is when it's my baby girl mm-hmm. and and you know Papa Joel said no and and it and I, I look at <laughs> I look at that situation and maybe 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 I'm a, a lot more cynical minded but I also look at it of from the perspective of, let's say everything was ideal and they were able to make a cure or synthesize a cure from from the cordyceps in her brain, did they actually possess the the resources to be able to mass produce the cure? That was a question. What and then if if they could, what would stop the fireflies 
from using it as a tool to amass power because uh-huh. then they they are a militaristic organization that has access to the only medical solution mm-hmm. for this worldwide pandemic. So what's to stop them from using that to to what abuse? What makes them not Fedra? Uh, yeah, exactly. And so there there was just too many intangibles mm-hmm. for me to be comfortable with that situation. Not to mention, not to mention that like I'm not a scientist. But okay. you would you would you would think like I don't know how much time passed from the time that they were knocked out to the time that she was being prepped for surgery, but like you gotta do a few more blood tests. They don't gotta. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I think they're a little limited on on doctors. Yeah, no shot time. lot. Yeah, but uh, but no, I'm. No, not on time. There was never a sense of time ending, and you know, there's only a set of population. I mean, I mean, but I'm saying like it's not. It's not like they have a 24 hour lab anywhere. Like I, I, you know, you figure you you'd get get somebody to look at the blood under the microscope. <laughs> You, yeah. You know, can, yeah. can we try a blood transfusion before we yes. kill the only like person where, that's you immune? Yes, I agree. Like, <laughs> there are other ways than just say, hey, take the brain, give it a, like, lobotomize her. Yeah. And let's see if it works. Not I, I'm, actually I'm, test it. Get a test subject and try it out. Listen, I, I'm a mechanic. <laughs> so, so like, if, if I have a check engine light on... I'm gonna try the cheapest alternative. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna change the battery before I swap the engine out. <laughs> well, you see, I'm in IT and I turn things off and turn it back. <laughs> so, the logistics. I give them the shit they want. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a huge, huge debate in in the show. Yeah, no, it, it, it's of yeah, it's it's always it's what always should have happened. It's always been been a been a, a big point, and like it, it, like I said, you know, nine times out of ten, people would make the the altruistic choice, and I totally understand people feeling like, hey, the good the good of the many outweighs the good of the few. Yeah. But how many people would be willing to sacrifice their own? And at this point, like Ellie is his own after everything that he's been with her through with her. She he loved her. Yeah. Like, and, and like I said earlier, like the, what they showed in that episode itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he loved her. You can start seeing it eat episode by episode. Chips of his icy heart start mm-hmm. chipping away. So, I mean, yeah, of course he's going to try to protect her. And I've, anybody that got to see her, even if Marlene was with her, he, he, she would try to protect her. But, yeah, there's other ways to, to get to the end results before just... Overall, how do we feel um, about the series as a whole? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the pacing of the show as a whole. Caveat. As a whole, I thought it was good. The emotional the emotional spins they put on each episode. Mm-hmm. Not so altogether, yes, but on each episode, the emotional pulls they put, it was really good. And each character. <clears throat> each character they developed very well and then killed them off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, having said that, I think the last episode, as pivotal as it was, I feel the last episode was, it felt rushed. It was a good 45 minute long episode, but it definitely felt rushed. They built, like I was saying, the final the final connection between Joel and Ellie, and then within like, you know, 15 minutes they're like boom 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 plot twist here's the ending 
uh, here's Joel's final decision of of John wicking through the entire <laughs> hospital. He went straight John Wick. I, I I did enjoy how how that sequence, the the way that it was shot, kind of in slow motion, kind of in like lower sound, like, yeah, kind of like uh, ringing and echoes. Like the the music was was kind of very very dark. Uh, I it, it almost felt kind of like like a fog. Um, you know and, what got me? Mm-hmm. This footwork. Mm-hmm. They kept mm-hmm. showing up on his foot. They kept showing his foot- the, the footwork. The drops. Mm-hmm. Not just that. Just yeah. while he was walking. Because, I mean, he had military training. Mm-hmm. That was already alluded yeah. prior to. Then he already has more training as being, te- I guess, a mercenary. Sm- never- smuggler. Yeah. Is yeah. Smuggler? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Smuggler. Then he has that type of training. So he just, he he flipped a he switch. Just went, and he yeah, just he went, all us, right. Yeah, you're right. And like you saying, they showed the the camera of his foot. They could see each bullet dropping yeah. every time. He and I mean, throughout the series, they kept alluding to, hey, you know, Joel is a very capable person. He has a particular set of skills. <laughs> and he decided to mess with his daughter. <laughs> so, so John Wick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that was um, insane. So anyways, back to, yeah, so the last 15, 20 minutes of the episode, they're like, plot twist. Uh, Ellie has this thing. It's in her brain. Joel flips a switch, uh, takes her, and then steals, kills Marlene um, with the final words. Like, you're still going to follow her, takes the car and leaves. I felt like that part two of that episode seemed rushed yeah. to me. Yeah. I, 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 I get that perspective, but I also kind of, kind of appreciate, in a sense, that everything happened in a whirlwind because that's how it happened to Joel. Yeah. Mm, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, it felt rushed because... In his it, perspective. In his was. perspective, it was. It, like, it wasn't like he had time to plot out. No. He went. He got up, made the realization that they were going to kill her, was being escorted out, and in the course of 15 steps from the room to the stairs, decided, out of plan. I'm going to kill everyone in this building yep. and get her out. And, and I thought the scene that was very mm-hmm. clever, as you said that, I just remembered, is when they were walking, he stopped looked at a little map oh. right and that's when he's like now i see the map and he's like which way do i go they're like stairs he's like all right this is where it's gonna start mm-hmm. and he that thing that's the moment where he's like now that i know where i'm going i don't need these guys because when he asked the guy one of the guys he's like where is she and he's like i'm not gonna tell you he's like cool i don't have time for you yeah like, moving on uh, even yeah. the guy that, that put his gun down he's mm-hmm. like dude I, I just i'm gonna walk away put the guns out he's like thanks no Boom. survivors mm-hmm. so Wow. Yeah. Now he did it for the protector, and like that's, we know that he did it for to protect her. Yeah. But this went like that's my baby. Mm-hmm. He went. Mama bear, baby come. Yeah. Well, yeah, Papa bear, but you know. Whatever. You know. Daddy. Um. <laughs> as as a series, I feel like the uh, the the show definitely definitely um, lived to the potential. Um, I I'm gonna be that guy. And, uh, and and say that the game was better. Um, because you put yourself into it, you were playing it, no, you, you died, you had to restart, right. you had to think of something different. No, or... uh, it, I, I, I honestly feel like um, there was some, mostly to do with uh, parts with the infected, mostly to do with uh, a couple of sequences that I feel like they cut out that could have been really really um impactful there was uh 
there was a sequence with Bill that I was looking forward to that uh, that wasn't included in there. I mean, they they made a choice on how to to go with with Bill and Frank, which I I ultimately liked that change that they made. But there was a sequence with Bill where you fall into one of his traps and you're hanging upside down, and the infected are swarming around you, and Ellie has to has to like. Uh, Help, try to help bring Joel down and Joel is like fending off some of the infected <laughs> and then Bill comes in and saves you at the last minute okay. um, and I felt like that would have been like a really compelling sequence and and there was some witty banter between Bill and Ellie that that I was looking forward to I would, I'm not even surprised yeah but but at the same time what they did with Bill and Frank's story the alternative that they gave because in in the in the game, Bill alludes to Frank and alludes to him being dead. And it was a very, like, bitter and scornful ending that they have. Whereas the alternative that they that they had gave, a, gave such a beautiful portrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, a, and a good alternative to their story. And I thought it was... It, it enriched the characters and overall made that story better. Um, so, so I can certainly understand why they... What they cut that, but uh, like I said, eh, eh, with respects to the basement scene where they crept around some of the bloaters. I mean, we we saw one bloater. Um, but didn't even know there was a bloater. Exactly my that, point. That big thing. The big infected one, the one that ripped the dude's head off. Uh, in the, uh, episode five. You know how you had the swarm of infected that came out from the basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the fire scene and all yep, that. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that big giant thing that came out was a bloater. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah in, they didn't have a lot of clickers either. Yeah, in in the game, that bloater is like one of the big bosses, or the bloaters in general, are one of the big bosses. That not only are they like super hardened, they have like super hard skin, so it takes like a lot of ammunition to take okay. them down. But they also throw like these spore bombs at you. Mm. And it's it's all sorts of nastiness. Like left for dead kind of thing. Yeah. It's 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 very nasty. But but like I said, that that goes back to to my other graph about like the infected not not really feeling like a constant threat. But then again, like the situation with Henry and Sam, and then we haven't even touched on on David and the cannibals, and like how <laughs> how at the beginning of this episode, you can like Ellie was in a state of shell shock. That was one thing I forgot to mention. So they they portrayed her, like you said, she, in the beginning of the episode, she was just not into it, right? You could tell the whole time Joel is trying to, like, um, uh, keep her spirit up, mm-hmm. kind of make her laugh, be like, hey, we got to do this, and she's just not out of oh, it. She's just completely yeah. out of it. She doesn't really regain herself until they see the giraffes. Yeah, I love that they included the giraffes. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. He was cool. real. Yeah. His name is Nabu. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know um, that. I thought that was CGI. Nope. They, they CGI at the background. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But his name is Nabu. Um, but it. They infer why she's in the state she is, but they don't. Uh, say it, and I was a little confused. But I was like, is it from the previous episode? Is it because their journey's coming to an end? No, I mean, it, it, was, it was the previous episode. Yeah, I mean, she just cleaved the guy. Yeah. <laughs> not, like, I mean, not even that. Like, yeah. she potentially almost got essayed. Like, yeah. Yeah. By, and it doesn't matter. End of the world, you're still yeah. going to have weird creeps. Yeah. You got to take them to Cleavertown. You know, she never comes to, she never gets a chance to come to term with that kind of. Uh, well, she kind of tells Joel her backstory, but beyond that... Yeah, you don't it. know if it's like a day or two apart. Yeah, yeah. so you never kind of... 
she never deals with that issue, right? And that was like, kind of felt like it was hanging. Yeah. Right now I understand, but kind of felt like I was hanging. Uh, and and the more we talk about it, the more I kind of realize that like yeah, I mean, the uh, having more infected on t- like it's this is this is the <laughs> thing with this story, man. It's such it's so emotionally heavy because you get hit with one mollywop after another because it's first is the death of Tess. Then, uh, then you find out that Bill and Frank are dead. Then, mm-hmm. then you, uh, then uh, Henry and Sam. So they Ned Starked you. Yeah, and yeah. no, I mean they they yeah. you they can't they love they, nobody. They read wedding. Yes, yeah. that's what they did. Yeah. Except yeah. they spread out the red wedding over yeah. the course of the whole season. Yeah, yeah, it was episodes. like nine episodes of red wedding. Winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, final thoughts. Um, final thoughts is, uh, I'm, I'm excited for season two. Um, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed um, season two. They did say, and this was one of my concerns too, but they did say that they are not going to recast uh, Bella Ramsey. There was some people that were thinking that she would be recast because there's a five year uh, time jump and she's supposed to be five years older. Yeah. But... In the the second game, Ellie nine Ellie is nineteen, which is the age that Bella Ramsey yeah, is currently. Now. Yeah. 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 Why would so, they? I mean. Yeah. They'll do makeup. Yeah. So she binded herself so that she wasn't more yeah. of a. So she looked woman younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger. Yeah. So um. So yeah, I I I'm absolutely content that they're gonna keep her on as as Ellie. I would have been. Uh, I would have been oh, they are keeping her. Yeah, they are. I thought you said they were. Yeah, no, no, they are. Yeah, I was like, whoa. No, 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 no. So they are keeping her. They are keeping her on. Oh, okay. They are keeping her on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is it going to cover game two? So, so here's what they said. They are going to cover the events of game two, but they said that um, they, they're, they feel that there is enough story for uh two potentially three seasons worth of content. I can see. From game I can two. See it. Yeah, it because should. It of, should. Oh my god! It should not the, be like Walking Dead, where they yeah. drag it on for seventeen. Yeah. Well, episodes. they really have so much content. Yeah. Well, well I'm just saying they built off of. Yeah, and, and I mean, depending on how long the seasons takes, and there's rumors right now that uh, that The Last of Us Three, the game, is in production. Oh, nice. Um, so I mean, that's that's rumors that hasn't been confirmed at all. Um, okay. Uh, well, is Pedro gonna be still Joel? Has that been confirmed yet? Uh yeah, I mean he would continue as Joel. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I care about. Um, <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. um, obviously she hasn't played the game, so we're not gonna talk about Last of Us Part Two. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, no. But um, there was uh, bef- before we go on, I did want to mention um, uh, Ellie's mother was played by... Uh, yeah. So, Ashley Johnson, um, the voice actress for Ellie in the game, is who played her mother at the be- opening sequence. Okay. That's so, really not... I love when they do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, and so, they've, they've given each of the primary actors a small role. Um, Troy Baker, the voice of Joel, was... Um, was Jake? James. James. James, James in the uh, Cannibal episode. Oh, oh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, and then um, Marlene is Marlene. Marlene is Marlene. She was the only one who uh, who reprised her role from the game. The nice. voice actress for Marlene yeah. nice. played Marlene. Um, 
But yeah, so overall, super, super great. Um, really faithful to the source material. And man, those those emotional highs and lows. Like I, I still say, oh, for me, I was sold on the first episode when the actress that plays um, Joel's daughter, Sarah, mm-hmm. right? I absolutely fell in love with her in those first 40 or so minutes of that of that first episode. And like, if I didn't know anything about the show and you told me, hey, this is, you know, this show is going to continue and follow her and she's going to be the, like, I would have been in. I would have been so. And the fact that like, you knew it was coming, you knew what was going to happen. And dude, I shed tears when she died in Joel's See, I arms. didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And I agree. Like, <laughs> you really do fall in love with her because... She's just like she wants. She wants to take care of her dad. She knows her dad is is you know doing everything he can to give her the best life. Mm. So what does she do? She goes takes the, her his favorite watch and fixes it for him. So I mean yeah, you can't not love her for that. Yeah. So it. So I I knew I was hooked when even knowing that it was coming, I bawled like a baby when when she died in his arms. So I did not bawl, but it was pretty sad. <laughs> Fair. Um, All right. So, anything? Any final thoughts? I mean, it was good. I'm not gonna play the game. It's, it's not for me. But I do look forward to the next season. I hope it doesn't take 17 years to make because it just seems like that's the trend. But I do look forward to it. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, same. I think it was a great episode. Great show. Can't wait for episode uh, or season two. Um, I do have one final thought. The last scene of the last episode, um, Joel drives off and he tells Ellie, hey, there are other people like you. He you know, clearly lied. When he lied to her. So everything we just did was for nothing. Mm. Ellie turns around and is like, uh, something doesn't seem right. And um, I mean, she knew. She, she knew. knew. She and knew then that, that he was lying. when they go back to uh, Tommy... Um, which in the game was actually an after credit scene. Um, she asked him, um, what you said was true, right? Like, swear to me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. I swear to you, it was true. And you can tell by Ellie's eyes, she knew it was a lie. I mean, she knew in the show, too. No, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about the show. Oh. I'm talking about the show, like, like Bella Ramsey's acting. Like, Ellie knew that he was lying, and she's like... That's why it's okay. gonna bite him later in in the ass yeah. in, in season two. That's that's going to be. I can foresee. I'm putting money on it now that there's going to be an argument where he she throws that at, at his face or in his face where he's like, "You lied to me. How can I trust you about this?" Mm-hmm. So fair. Um, but I thought that scene was very interesting, and I will leave it at that. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, tell us your thoughts. Tell us if you agree, if you don't agree, if we're awful and we don't know what we're talking about. Let us know. <laughs> uh, let us know whatever you want to let us know in the comments. And uh, as always, uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, so thanks for uh, tuning in. And as always, don't forget to uh, like, comment, and subscribe uh, to our channel. And please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and podcasting services such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks a lot. Catch you next time.